Never in a million years did I think that Russell T. Davies would return to Doctor Who. Uh, And it's happening. It's crazy. It's big. It's amazing. And it came out days after Connor and I had recorded this episode. So unfortunately, we don't address this big, massive thing in this week's show. We'll talk about it in next week's program when we do A Town Called Mercy. Uh, I I just wanted to address that because I feel like it would be weird for you guys to go into this episode uh, probably expecting us to talk about this this huge news, but they'll have to wait till next week. So sorry about that one. Um, let's, yeah, that's great though, isn't it? He's back. He's returning. He's back. Russell T. Fucking Davies is back. <laughs> let's go on with the show. Tonight on a on a very special episode of the Fifty Percent Doctor Who podcast. Aiden and and Connor go. I don't know where I'm going with this. Connor and I are talking about our backstory this week. Woo! Oh, yeah, it's the origin What's this, story. Our origin story? Yeah, that's what you called that's it incredible. before. Sure it is. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got an origin, it, and this one is ours. That's right. It ties directly into the episode we're reviewing today. That's why we've that's why we've saved it for so long. Yeah. Dinosaurs on a spaceship. Wow. Oh, yeah. What an episode. What a title. What a. Yeah, that I, arguably the title is more intriguing than the episode. Yeah, um, but yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, anything? There's nothing particularly who who related that's happened this week, has there? It's been pretty pretty uh, quiet in terms of news. There's things. been a promo pic of Jody going around, but that's like mm. standard AF. It's just the same costume, nothing changed really. And then like yeah. there was this villain image that was circling around Twitter. That looked pretty cool. That's right. That looked pretty mm. cool. Um, it, it was yeah. part of Find the Doctor. Yes. But I don't know... Yes, Find the Doctor. I, I don't know if people actually solved Find the Doctor. There's people saying that it was actually... Some people had, like, hacked the website and just, oh, like, got on that off the website. Didn't even solve it. Because <laughs> they were that desperate to find the Doctor. Christ. Um, and so that's these videos where you see, like, a shot of the mouth and a shot of the yeah. eyes or, or something. I don't know. Something silly. I think good. I think... It looks, you know, scary, which is awesome. Like, I think, mm. you know, when you're, like, a young kid, stuff like that's scary. I, I, I was saying the other day, a thing that I really like about um, Chibnall's era is that the villains are scary. And, like, if you were a kid, mm. that would really, like, spook you out, which I think is awesome. And I think that's what yeah. a Doctor Who villain should be. So, to give it its props, yeah, that's like- really cool, you know? I don't know that they're executed too well, but yeah, um, just like the the designs alone, not. like Tim Shaw, I thought was a great looking villain, and to be honest, I thought he was quite good in the first episode. You like the teeth? Um, the the Ch- the Jarians, the the the, the hives things that that's the ones from Demons of the Punjab. Once again, not really they're okay in the episode, but could be used a, a bit better. But they look cool. That like kind of samurai esque look. That was yeah. pretty dope. Got the frog. You got the frog. The worst, one of the worst like, executed ones is from, um, what's it, Prax C5 or something like that? Is that what it's called? Orphan 55? Orphan 55, sorry, not Prax C. Um, yeah, those creatures looked awesome, but those were executed awfully. But they kind of reminded me of, like, the, the weevils. Yeah. I was like, the yeah. weevils, like, the cool, really cool, uh, design. But yeah. I don't know yeah. if you remember, but in the episode, a few episodes later in Can You Hear Me? Um, Ryan, like, they're showing everyone their nightmares or something, and everyone's got, like, like, I think Graham's is he gets cancer back and shit like that, and then Ryan's is the dreg. Yeah, he just drew that. <laughs> He's like, these, these fuckers are scary. Fuck! 
<laughs> Dude, they they are yeah. scary. You know? Who is it that got taken? Oh. Was it Benny? Rip Benny? Yeah. Rip Benny, Benny was a victim R. to R. those fuckers and it wouldn't My have been pretty. Benny! 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 God. Benny! How the hell did we get to this? Benny! Oh, God. It's silly. My Lord. It's silly. Wow. Well, did you want to dive into our origin story then? Straight off the bat, Connor? Did you want to go there? Sure. So, last week we spoke about where we were when uh, Asylum of the Darts came out. Um, yes. Aiden and I were both in year eight. So, Correct. I'm not going to guess how old we were. We would have been around, what, 14, 15? I'm going to say 13, 14. Yeah, maybe. Something like that, um, yeah. Something like yeah. that. Wait, it's 20, it's 20... Yeah. 12. So that's nine years ago. So probably would have been about 13. Yeah, about 13. Makes sense. 13, yeah. 14-ish. Or um, 12. Who cares? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then... So, Asylum of the Darks aired, and then that aired on the on the um, Sunday for us, and on the Monday, we had to go on a school trip. And then, it was like, a, of course, like, like every week, it's like a seven-day week until the next episode airs. And, uh, yeah, so the next to come up was this episode, Dinosaurs on a Spaceship. Now, I remember personally Ooh. feeling like, and I knew people who kind of watched the show, but weren't necessarily watching it weekly, or like, weren't as big of a fan as... I would consider myself to be, and that's okay. Like you can just watch the show and not, you know, know every single tiny detail about it. That's completely fine. Mm. But you know, I never actually met someone who liked it as much as me, knew about it as much as me. Like knew tiny details, you know, new episode names by just mentioning them. Like, and uh, I thought I never would find that person, but we went away. Yo. We went away. <laughs> And um, I can't remember where it was, but it was like in the middle of like the woods and like there was a massive Nanga, cabin. Nanga Bush Camp. That's it. Well done, Aiden. Mm. You remember the birthplace. That's me. That's what I'm here for. Um, <laughs> and um, I was just walking around and I believe I was talking to our friend Meg at the time. Correct. And I was just wearing this t-shirt. My dad came back from the UK like a couple of months ago when this story was taking place. And he brought back this T-shirt for me, and it looks nice. Wait, hold on, hold on. There's <laughs> that TV show. That TV. Bleh, why can't I talk? That T-shirt was the present that your dad brought you from the UK. No, no, no. I got a couple of things, but he's like, I saw this in the shops, and I just grabbed it. I got a few things. I okay, think- I was gonna say, I was like, that doesn't remotely scream. Uh, UK. I just got an holiday to the UK. <laughs> no, no. I think. I mean, I got. I got like. Uh, I think I got my first camera when he came back. It wasn't very good, but I got my first camera. Yeah, and cool. They also brought me back a Doctor Who box set, and I could pick the box set or the camera to open on my birthday or straight when my dad came back. And when my dad came back, I was like, I'll have the box set now, and I'll open the camera on my birthday. So it was like a couple months wait to like over the camera. But yeah, I also got like a shirt as well which is the one I was wearing that day when we met. And, again, it looked nothing like... In this episode, Amy's wearing, like, a, a blue and white striped, like, almost jumper T-shirt. Hmm. And, again, this thing I was wearing was not even, like, the same length, like, sleeve-wise. And it wasn't even the same <laughs> colours. The only thing that was resembled it was that it was striped. So, yeah, I was, was like... It was blue and yellow, wasn't it? 
It was blue and yellow. I, I've still got it, actually, I think, somewhere. <laughs> I, I, I would never throw it out, but... Um, yeah, yeah. I, I kept walking around saying, this is my dinosaurs on a spaceship shirt, because I was, like, so excited for the episode, like... And- and everyone in fucking just... year eight is like, what the fuck is this kid on? Pretty much. Like, is dinosaurs on a spaceship t-shirt? What a pretty fucking much. drugo. Like... Yeah, pretty much. It's pretty much my entirety of, of school until I met, like, you. And then eventually a couple of other people, including Dan stuff, was, like, fans as well. But hmm. I didn't know anyone who, like... Seriously, for years, I didn't know anyone. And then somehow I said out loud to Meg... <laughs> I don't know, she probably didn't even ask, but I was just like, this is my dinosaurs on a spaceship t-shirt. And then, somewhere out the blue, this guy yells at me, This hey, ginger fuck. What did you even say? What was it? Do you remember exactly what you said? Or I don't know word for word, but I think it was like, wait a minute. Did you just say, dinosaurs on a spaceship? <laughs> just... Because this episode has such a unique, far-fetched name, yeah. is the reason that we become became fucking friends. You know, like what a fact channel. Yeah, for if, that. it could have been if you'd said like, "Oh, it's my fucking forty-two T-shirt" or something 42. like that. You know, I would have just been <laughs> like, "Oh, you just, that's just his forty-second T-shirt." That was a bad. That was a bad example, but you know what I mean. I gave you because this name is so specific. Yeah, and it just kind of happened. I mean, I don't look. I'm not going to go out here and say, like, oh, you know, we'd, like, never have met without it. Because I'm sure our paths would have crossed at some point and the word would have gotten out about yeah. how much we both loved it. But somehow, I mean, we were in different classes as well, so we never spoke. I I didn't speak yeah. to you, like, at all. I may have passed yeah. you in the hallway at one point and gone, like, hey. But like, I never, we never spoke, like, at all. Mm. So to go from that... Those were like, the days... Those are the days. Like, and then this guy, and like, just we suddenly had like a massive chat about because Asylum had just aired, so we were just talking about that. Mm. We we're like, bro, and I was like, yeah, bro, I stayed up, and you're like, hey, I was like really up early to watch it. I couldn't believe what I was hearing, and then to hear as well someone who knew the show as much as me, it absolutely blew my mind. Like, it really did. Mm. And it was the first person I ever met who, you know, had that knowledge of the show. So yeah, it was. It's. <laughs> It's a pretty funny story, actually. That's where it all started. Mm. We all met through a t-shirt and a crazy episode of Doctor Who. I, I believe, though, we didn't... Like, we had a fat chat there, and then after that, I don't think we spoke for, for like, a, a few weeks or anything until I bumped into you around school again or something. And I think I don't, we, I don't know that we immediately kept talking. Yeah, I think we... There was, for some reason, in our, in our old class, it was, like, a door dividing the rooms... And sometimes mm. we'd like, people would like chat at the door to different classes and stuff. And you would like sometimes talk to people that I knew. And I was like, oh, hey, man, did you catch the episode? And like, we would like catch up here and here and like speak about the weekly episodes. But yeah, we didn't really get yeah. that close. And then I became uh, close again with, with Declan, who hung out with you a lot. And then Dan joined yes. the group. And I got talk. I swear, everything with Doctor Who is connected to me and my friends because. The reason that me and me and Declan were very close in primary school is like Aiden and I's uh, best friend during uh, middle school and high school. But you know we were best friends in primary school, but we kind of drifted apart. And then like I got put back into a class with him in year nine. We hadn't spoken in years, and I was really nervous. And he broke the ice by saying, "Do you still watch Doctor Who?" And I was like, 
hell yeah, man. And then, like, uh, he was like, yeah, I've been watching it as well. And then Dan joined, he'd been watching it. So we all kind of mm. just found our way into a, a beautiful friendship by yeah by this show, we'll, which is amazing. We'll tell the Dan story on uh, Name of the Doctor, because yes. that's how I became aware that he was into Doctor Who. And then that then carry o- carries over to the 50th, which is where he yeah. and you first properly met, um, watching that. So maybe we'll, we'll have this as like a part one of three, where, oh, uh, of telling the origin story of the boys. The boys. Yes. The boys. I believe. Crazy. I believe when, um, you got to remember those, there was a big, for everyone listening right now, there was a big gap between like these five episodes that aired and then there was a snowman and then I believe that was all in a year. And then it wasn't mm. until this is before Bells of St. John even aired. And by the the gap between the snowman and Bells of St. John was when Declan asked me if I was still watching Doctor Who. And he's like, Yeah, I watched that um Snowman one. And I was like, Holy shit. Yeah. So yeah. And there was a massive gap between our friendship, Declan and I. So mm. it all kind of put it all together. So there's always those episodes I sure watch and I'm like, you know, it kinda takes me back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if I've said this on, on the show already, but uh, me and Declan, when me and him first became friends and he slept over my house for the first time, um, and he was saying how he's into... I must have been friends with Declan before... Like, I, I started being friends with Declan before you had retouched base with him. Correct. Again, hey. Yes. Um, yeah. It was just happenstance so in you guys time, were so close that... Yeah, well, I just, yeah, I started being friends with Declan in, in like, year eight, um, just because he was in my class, and then, yeah, he slept over my house, and we are talking about Doctor Who, and he hadn't caught up on the show since David left, I don't think. Yeah. Um, So, what we did in one night was I put in the season five box set, and we just went through discs, through every single episode, right up into the early hours of the morning, uh, until I fell asleep in Vincent and the Doctor, and Declan didn't know how to change the disc to put on The Lodger, Pandora Opens, Big Bang. But we watched the first nine episodes wow. of Series 5 in one night, and that was how Declan experienced most of Season 5. Yeah. So, that was crazy. Yeah. it. There's always like a... There's always just an interesting story about that time, I think, in our lives, and that series, and that's why I think 7 is so nostalgic, because like... It brought so many people together that I don't mm. think normally would have gone together at all. Because just again, we were all in different classes. Um, I think yeah. Dan was in my class for a brief amount of time, but I wasn't close to him like at all. Yeah. I couldn't stand Daniel to be honest, <laughs> as we'll get into <laughs> later on. But um, yeah, I, I was. It was yeah. It all brought us together, which I think is really beautiful. So <laughs> that's why I'm so thankful for the show. And it'll always yeah. be my favourite, because it just gave me so much, you know? Mm. It, yeah. As cheesy as that sounds. All of those yeah. all of those shows that were, like, airing around that time period, they, they come with such a nostalgia for me. Like, Breaking Bad, mm. I, I, it always just reminds me of, like, the summer of, like, year 9, year 10 mm. kind of time. Same with uh, The Walking Dead, yeah. through, like, years 10, 11. Um, not so much anything season 6 onwards, but the first five seasons... Yeah. Especially seasons like oh, three and four. 100%. For me, like, I haven't rewatched that show since I was properly into it, like six or seven years ago or whatever. But yeah. I, I've been tempted to just revisit them first five seasons, just because for me, like, them, that's the that's the golden years of the show. But also, like, 
just so much nostalgia. I love that summer vibe. It, it feels very like because it's so hot in the in the Walking Dead episodes. Like, sorry, this is a weird thing. Um, but because it's always like summer, at least in the seasons that I've watched in The Walking Dead, yeah, that it it always reminds me of like when it was summer and we would walk home and watch the new episodes yeah. of The Walking Dead in summer. And yeah, same goes for Doctor Who. I remember you buying me the Series Eight Blu-ray because you're in the shop and they were in like nice packages and you bought like two of them together or something and then yeah. I, uh, I like transferred you money for the other one or something like that. Yeah. Takes me back. Man. You know, um, mm-hmm. I'm actually, I actually just before I came on here watched the latest episode of Walking Dead. I've been watching weekly. Um, wow. Needs to say, it really is not that good. So, it's, <laughs> it's the final season. I'm like, where, why, why don't they just go balls to the wall all out? Like, I don't know what that yeah. show is on at the moment, but yeah, either way. I just want to just remind you that I'm still... I I haven't watched um, seasons like 7, 8, 9, and I watched a little bit of 10, so I haven't watched all of it, but it's the final season, so I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll, I'll watch it. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> just thought I'd let you all know that lovely bit of knowledge that I'm watching The Walking uh, Dead. Yeah. That's lovely. We've also had the, the Emmys today. That mm-hmm. was exciting. Good bit of fun, mm-hmm. bit of love for... Two of my favorite shows have absolutely sweeped with um, The Crown picking up pretty much every Emmy in the drama department and Ted Lasso picking up a whole bunch in, in the comedy comedy department. And so that's yeah, that's awesome. No Doctor Who. No Doctor Who rep in the Emmys. Oh, why would there be with Peace and Love? I mean, <laughs> like, I, 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 uh, I've, I've watched all of season one now, Ted Lasso. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> incredible. I really, yeah. really, really liked it. Um, so How I'm good's really that ending without spoiling one. it? Yeah, that twist. I like it because it's realistic. Yeah, it's realistic. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is this is classic like TV, and then I was like, yep, yeah, it's realistic. And I really yeah. think it was ballsy they did that, and I really liked it. So mm-hmm. yeah, watch I, that also, I, folks. Yeah, I think you really should. It's it's really good. It's very good. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very nice. Very good. Very good. But yeah, no, no dinosaurs on a spaceship in the in the Emmys. I am afraid. R.I.P. Dinos. Rip them dino boys. Oh dear. 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50 percent. Pop, 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 Dinosaurs on a Spaceship is the second episode of the seventh series of the British science fiction television program Doctor Who. It first aired on BBC One in the UK on the 8th of September 2012. The episode features alien time traveller The Doctor, Matt Smith and his companions Amy Pond, Karen Gillan and Rory Williams Alpha Davil, accompanied by Rory's father Brian, Mark Williams, Queen Nefertiti, Rianne Steele Steele? Uh, and John Riddle, a British big game hunter, Rupert Graves also known as... Hey, it's your boy... Lestrade. Oh, uh, Lestrade, the man. Sorry. I also, I was gonna end that Skate myself, me. like, but I couldn't think of his name either. So. Greg Lestrade, uh, yeah, Lestrade from Sherlock's in this episode. Uh, the group yeah. lands on a large spaceship that contains dinosaurs and discover that it is a Silurian Ark. Though what? the Silurians have been murdered by Solomon David what? Bradley, a black market trader who is intent in find in finding something of value. Wow. What are you going to do? Wow. What a wild ride. Mm-hmm. Sure so, is. Going into this episode, yeah. back in back in 2012, you know, 
I know you were you were feeling amazing. You just met me, so you're obviously on top of the world. Um, and yeah. So, but in terms of what were you expecting out of this episode? Then were you excited? Because I, I, for one, I remember I wasn't that keen. I was like, oh, it's going to be a little kiddish one again. It's not edgy. It's not Walking Dead. It's not Arrow. <laughs> I was absolutely ecstatic. More than more than Asylum. More than Asylum. Really? Hundred percent. Yeah. I could not wait. Oh. I thought this episode looked so cool. I was like, what? <laughs> All these characters. Um, you know, just like, uh, I just, I, I just couldn't, I just couldn't keep my excitement, you know? And I, wow. I only remember today, which I rem- I'm, I'm really glad I, I, uh, remember to bring this up. I was like so excited about Doctor Who being back on air and I wasn't doing like YouTube videos at the time to memory. No, I wasn't. Um, I used to write up reviews call and I called them converse reviews, which is really cringy, but I'd write them up on mm. word and I would like give reviews to the weekly Doctor Who episodes. Mm. And I think I got up to town called mercy and then I stopped, but I would just like give them to my mum, and like she would read them and that was it. And, uh, I remember doing one for this episode and being like, this is the best thing since sliced bread. I fucking loved it. <laughs> I, I loved it so much that, I made my parents sit down and watch it with me because I was like, "Bro, Doctor Who's so good these days. You watch this episode, you're gonna be you're gonna be tuning in every single week." It's got week. dinosaurs. It's got a spaceship. Whoa! Christ knows what they would have really thought. I think that would just be nice, but it actually continues. I remember when I said like when my dad watched um, uh, Doctor Who in the wardrobe, and it starts with the spaceship, and he was like. No, I said start it from the beginning or some shit like that. Mm. I was like, no, no, this is how it starts. This episode starts quite abruptly and it kind of almost feels like you've started it like halfway through a scene. And the exact mm. same thing happened because it started and he was like, wait, wait, wait. Have we like missed something? Like, is there a, did it start in the previous episode? Like, did it end with a bit of a scene and then it starts from here? Or like, I was like, nah, that's how it starts. It's like, is it just me or did you find the beginning really like choppy? It's very choppy, yeah. Yeah. Um, th- there's some interesting, like, shot choices in there as well. I think that 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 make it feel really choppy as well. Like, I don't know if the transitions between scenes are, are that easy. Dude, so many I, I've, I've watched a town called Mercy, um, and I know there's a lot of zooms in that, which I'll, I'll get to when we talk about it next week. Um, but I can't remember. It is one of the no. It is in this episode where the doctor like runs. And it like zooms into him as a transition, and yes. it, it's so weird. It's, it just looks odd. Yeah, it's very choppy. Um, mm. It starts with uh, Queen Efertiti, which is is kind of cool. Um, and she's like reading the Doctor and stuff, and like for some reason he like gets it like plays like a text tone, and it's like his uh, his psychic paper, and it's like oh, we better go yeah. sort this out. And it's so choppy, and it's just like, damn, you really do feel like you're missing something. Um, mm. I thought, a cool thing I thought was really awesome in the episode was that, like, kind of like Indian unit. I thought that was awesome. Like, yeah. that was, like, really sick to see, like, there was, like, more stuff like that on there if there isn't, like, unit and stuff. Um, mm. I thought That's that was really cool. That's cool, but don't you think the production design, like, the set design looks just so bland? Like... That it looked like an empty, unlived-in space, not like a military thing. I, I just thought it looked really cheap. I... Look, I have to, like, preface this right now. I have, like, an unholy amount of nostalgia for this episode. 
and <laughs> like stuff like that probably won't bother me as much as me, despite not really loving it re- on rewatch. I have an unholy yeah. amount of nostalgia for it, and all those sets and stuff, I just like kind of love because it's just like it just it just <laughs> takes me back. Um, but yeah, you can definitely tell what you're saying. Yeah, you can definitely tell. Mm. Um, we then get to see uh, John Riddell, good old Lestrade. He's like this uh, African game hunter. He's like, yo, I got I got this thing. I need you to help me with it. Um, and then we go to the ponds. Rory's dad's there, Brian. Big mm-hmm. B, and they materialize around them, which is pretty funny. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I like um. He he says something like about about the fitting. He's like, oh, the bulb yes. is replacing. Yeah, and he's like, no, no, it's the it's the fitting. And then at the end, no. they, they do a callback joke to it. They it's, do. It's quite funny. Old chibbers, you and your cult callback jokes. Um, they materialise around us, Jake. You he gets go. brought up again later as well. And I thought that was really funny when they're on the beach. Yeah. The doctor keeps forgetting that like he materialised around them and stuff. And it's like, alright, good to see you mm-hmm. again. It's been like 10 months again, which is ridiculous. The doctor continues to leave massive gaps in between uh, him seeing the ponds. Just um weird. But yeah, it's odd, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a fan how they keep doing big gaps. Like, yeah. And I've also noticed that they keep trying to really remind the audience that they're not properly traveling with the Doctor anymore. Yeah. Like, in A Town Called Mercy, there's another line as well where they're kind of like, oh, we're not traveling with you, you know, or something along those lines, and it's just a bit... Yeah. I think the only reason they say stuff like that, like the whole, um, like it was two years in in a fucking uh, Doctor Who in the wardrobe, and now it's been like 10 months... God knows how long it's been in asylum. I think they keep saying stuff like that because they're like trying to make the audience kind of justify asylum why was they two don't years. Wanna... Yeah, there you go. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like they're trying to justify again why they don't want to travel with the doctor anymore. Which I think it's just like mm. we get it. Like we already understand. Like, um, yeah. What do you think about dinosaur boys chasing after everybody? The what when they first come out? Dinosaurs on a Dinosaurs. spaceship. On a spaceship. That's fun. Um, CGI held up surprisingly well, I thought. Yeah, there's um, some cool practical and, stuff as well, which I always appreciate. Yeah, some... The T-Rex lying on the floor later in the episode was very... I appreciate it being practical. Yeah. But I hated the scene, and then the fact that the practical effect wasn't really all that lovely, uh, that that kind of killed me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I get that. I still am cushioned by nostalgia a little bit um mm-hmm. i do like the scene where the doctor's like oh take us to the control room and they get sent to the beach is this is this like is this bad wolf bay and it's where they shot also uh time and time of angels because i know i'm pretty sure it is yeah yeah i, I know this that. is definitely bad wolf bay i don't know if time of angels is but yeah yeah it, it definitely just looks the same it looks like everybody british beach yeah literally. it's all just rainy Okay, th- uh, this is where my first sort of uh, problem with the episode was. I was kind of fine up until this point. I was like, yeah, it's a bit of fun. Um, and it works as a good gag. But there's a few times where Chibber's this this episode, he sort of uses a joke to disguise a plot convenience. Mm. Like, because you know how he pulls out the shovel and he's like, yeah. everyone must carry a shovel. Um, and he starts digging it up, and then they like they're like throwing humorous dialogue around, and it is quite funny. 
But if you think about it, it is just hiding the fact that they needed to dig into the sand to see that it was a metal floor. I and, do. And so Brian has a shovel. It's, yeah, yeah it, it, there's a few things like that in this episode. Like later on as well, when Lestrade steps over the T-Rex. And I'm like, why, why did you not walk around it? Like, why? <laughs> Genuinely, why are you stepping over a T-Rex? It fucking baffles me. Isn't it a raptor? I thought it was a baby T-Rex. Oh, the raptors okay. look different. Fair but Because he, like, turns around. Yeah, to, I love to, that scene. They, they, go back, they go back the way they come, but yeah, then they hear like, a roar. And they're retreat. like, oh, no, we can't go back. But I'm yeah. like, you can go back far enough just to step around the T-Rex. Like, you don't have to step over it, you plot-convenient bastard. I love that. Um, I thought I, I, the, the hardest I laughed. Well, I didn't really laugh actually, but I was like, "That's funny." When hmm. um, Brian's like freaking out and stuff on the beach, and then the doctor's like, "Why'd you bring him then?" And Robbie's like, "I didn't." Like, <laughs> that delivery was so funny. Like they both did it yeah, so well. Good. I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> Rory and um, Rory and the doc have are really good this episode. I, I, yeah. I always like having them two together. I wish we had more of that because. See, I just wish we had more Rory. Like after the girl who waited, how good that was, and then seeing yeah. him get a little bit of stuff on his to be independent this week, I I, I think was quite good. I, I wish we had more. Hmm. Ah, uh, well, you know, much you, only the much you can get with a Chibnall script. But what really yeah. took me out of the episode was it's just clearly a beach. Like there, it's so obviously a beach. It's just massive. This massive beach that we're supposed to believe is on this ship somewhere. Just, mm. just not believable. Like they could have easily have like CGI'd like a bit of a force field around, like almost to make it look like it was smaller and like more, yeah. like enclosed and stuff. But we're supposed to believe like it literally goes down for miles, and you're like, oh, okay, I guess, I guess it's on this 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 ship. Which, by mm. the way, I love the design of the ship. Of the little ship they're on. That's I think cool. it looks awesome. I really love that. Yeah. Always love the design of it. Got to give them props for that. Um, Do you think the... Mm. You know the pterodactyl knockoffs that are in this? Because mm-hmm. they're not quite pterodactyls. They're like Thastrals or something. I don't know. Um, right. Do you think they use them because they already had them in the CGI bank from the season six finale? <laughs> Most probably. And also, I think it made a really good trailer shot as well. Um, That's true. Because I remember everyone was talking about that, those shots specifically, like, wow, that looks awesome. And everyone was like trying to guess what episode they were from and stuff. And most probably dinosaurs yeah. on a spaceship, everybody, just in oh, case. Okay. You're a bit confused. So I just had a look. I just mm-hmm. had a look. Because when I was watching the episode, and the Velociraptors come in later on. And I was watching it and I was like, they look like the exact same design from, from the raptors in Primeval. Mm-hmm. And... I've had a look, and the the mill who do the CGI for Doctor Who up until Day of the Doctor, um, well, up until Name of the Doctor technically, um, they also did the CGI on on Primeval, there so they might actually be the same design, and and they just sort of pulled from their bank of dinosaur dinosaur skins, I guess. I was gonna say, wasn't wasn't Primeval ITV? Yeah, that's why I was. I'm surprised, but yeah, yeah no, I, I guess they 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 just were allowed to do that. Crossover saves episode. money, so yeah. Whoa, true, true. Yeah, look, so we've got old dates. The the gang are like the the gals, the gals in Lestrade. Mm-hmm. They they find out the the Silurian. Yeah. So what thing, do you think right? of that? It's a Silurian. 
I thought that was a, a nice twist. I'm su- it made me also think I'm surprised Chibnall's not done anything with the Silurians in his time on the show because... Well, till because now. He, yeah, till now at least. Uh, but Because his last two stories have been Silurian-based yeah. or Silurian-influenced at least. Yeah. And, and he's not done that. There was a Silurian gun in uh, the... True. What was it called? Uh, the the one with, Night of Terror. That one, yeah. Which, which uh-huh. I quite like from memory. And, um, Me too, yeah. yeah. The shapeshifter has a Silurian gun, which is quite cool. Yeah. But, yeah. I thought it was a good twist. I thought it makes sense. Because why wouldn't the Silurians send something, an arc off world, when, when the end of the world's about to happen or whatever? Yeah. So... I thought it was really cool, yeah. I thought that was cool. I, interesting that they reused the same actor. Yeah. <laughs> which they do a few times. Yeah, that because yeah. he was also in um, in a uh, uh, Wedding of a Song. Was he? Yeah, he plays. Um, he's like playing the doctor that's like attending to Winston Churchill. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, yes, true. yeah. <laughs> 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 to be fair, it's the only it's the only Silo you're gonna see in the episode, despite them having quite a large presence as just a, a species, which is interesting because yeah. like you'd have to have like the knowledge of like the last uh, episode they were in. But I think it's interesting. I think mm. it was fun. It definitely uh, got me as a kid. I think it's a cool twist. It's not necessarily one you could see coming just because it's like pretty far-fetched to even believe for a second that like, you know, that would even happen. Like, it's a... I mean, there's a difference between like a really cool twist and like a twist that no one's going to see coming because it's just like, do you know what I mean? It's just like, it's like, mm. why would that happen? But I think it's cool. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you Do you feel when you were watching this episode... Um, and I mean this in the most like undickish towards the current era of the show way, um, but but did you feel that you were watching a Chris Chibnall episode? That's what really shocked me the most. I think this is definitely my favourite of his. I mean, I haven't rewatched yeah. Power Three in a while, but I don't think it's going to change. I've always liked it, and and uh, no, I I really I really can't say it does feel like. An episode that he would write. I mean, obviously there's the countdown, and he's notorious for countdowns and stuff. And you know, yeah. it's, it's not perfect, but I think I really do think it's fun. And I think there's a lot of characters in it, and that's to its detriment sometimes. But I think I think it's I think it's fun, and I think it mostly works. I mean, I think there's definitely mm-hmm. a for me the second act really slugged quite a bit, but I think the first the first act and the third act for me I thought were really fun. And normally I'm watching a triple episode, like, just hoping it ends. But this I found <laughs> quite bearable and just, it, it was not perfect. And I really don't think it's anything to really marvel about. But one thing I found was it was just really fun, you know? And it was just to, yeah. to have, like, Rory's dad and stuff and have, like, have, like, a game hunter and Queen Efertiti and also Rory and Amy are split up. It was just a cool dynamic with, uh,. And um, David Bradley's in it, which is cool. Like, there's a lot of people that, like, rock up who you're like... This is just really interesting to see in, like, all in one episode. Which, surprisingly, yeah. doesn't feel that overpacked. And I think one of the worst things Chibnall does at the moment is, like, overpacks his episodes and isn't able to write it very well. I think, for the most part, he did it quite well here. But that's just me. Yeah. Totally. So... From, from, from yeah, a, a writing point of view, I guess, the episode for me, the, the characters do get fleshed out uh, enough, like, and, and I think they are quite good and they're all quite fun. And I think that all works really, really well. But 
the the classic Chibnall thing, and and because I don't mind the Chibnall era of the, the program, I just think it, I think it's fine. Uh, it's not great. It's not bad. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But but the number one thing that takes me out of the episode every time, every episode of the show is the dialogue, and and that's that's what everyone says because all the characters stand there and they they just spell out everything that's happening, like yeah. you know Jody's like oh I've got to use the mirror dump. to reverse to reverse yeah. the light, which is a direct well almost an exact line from Spyfall, when all when she could have just taken the light, the mirror and reflected the light, she didn't yeah. have to say what she was doing. Show don't tell. And exactly. Mm-hmm. And this episode did it is does it, and it's aware that it does it so much that it makes a joke. But okay, basically that they they go into the 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 cave, Brian, Doctor, and and Rory, and there's like that stomping, and Rory's like oh, there's something coming towards us, and Brian's like, oh yeah, way to spell out the obvious or, or something, and yeah. then Rory's like. Yeah, and and sorry, it's just like dumb. Like there's just all these dumb comments of it's coming towards us. Yeah, it's getting closer. Yeah, yeah. way to spell out the obvious. Yeah, and then I, even after they make a joke about spelling out the obvious, like Brian's last line is it's getting closer, and I'm like, <laughs> you can hear it getting closer. Like, and you're making a joke out of it, but now you've finished the joke and you're still just spelling out the obvious for us. And I was listening throughout the whole episode. There's, there's tons of bits of dialogue that I like that, and it's like unnecessary, and it's mm. it. It's very painful, very painful. But yeah. But beyond that, it's definitely a, a, a fun episode. I, I agree. There's a lot of a lot of fun to be had with the script and um, execution. Just bringing Brian in was such a such a joy. I love how th- yeah. there's not a reference, at least in this episode, to uh, where Brian was at the wedding. Yeah. I like how they, they kind of realized they fucked up and didn't give these characters any any family. I know, oh, like, like males family? and stuff had the same stupid, like, response. Oh, I don't really do weddings, and I don't think... I, but I think you're right, though. I don't think they address where Brian was, but... Yeah, I, I get what you mean, though. And I think, please, I know there's so many fans of Peep Show out there. Please do not get mad at me if I'm wrong about this. But I'm pretty sure that both the robots are voiced by the two blokes from Peep Show. Please don't kill me. <laughs> If that isn't true, but I think Killed. I think that's true, which again leads yeah. me to keep yeah. saying about this episode. One thing I think it does well is it has a lot of big people in it. Like it's got a lot of guest actors who I think do really well, and it has a lot. David to Mitchell, who is a voice of Robot One, is from Peep Show. Oh, and thank God. Uh, and Robert Webb, poster. who is the voice of Robot Two, is also in Peep Show. Hey! There you go, fact checks. Hey, 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 no hate for Connor today. Connor was right, he knows thank his you. stuff. Thank you, thank you, peace and love. Woo. Do you like the robots? Because they're pretty annoying with peace and love. <laughs> I hate fine. them as a kid, but I just thought their dialogue was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, dialogue's just stupid, but it's the point, I guess. But yeah, yeah. they do kill a yeah. triceratops later, so they're not exactly like completely... Like that useless scene fucks me um, off. We'll get there, but that yeah, we'll scene fucks there. me off. Um, what did you think of uh, Solomon, the man who's looking for the Doctor? Uh, you mean Filch? <laughs> Good old Filch. No, I mean oh, William Huntle. I just realised now, and not the first time either, but just just from like, uh, I can't speak to that. I'm sorry. 
obviously I knew this before, but I've just remembered again. This is this episode has two Harry Potter actors in it. Yeah, it does too, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember that when I watched it like ages ago, but now, now that just hit me again. Um, obviously, Brian plays uh, Ron Weasley's dad, and Filch is the mm. uh, the caretaker at Hogwarts. Um, yeah, and I yeah he's fine. Um, for a Chibnall villain, he's not too bad. I think it's a kind of interesting story. Um, hmm. Amy kind of figures out the ship had been boarded before after they find out it's a side. That's a great scene. Stuff. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that scene. Yeah, and you know what? I actually, I actually enjoy the direction in this episode. Personally, I yeah. thought it was quite good at times. Um, all the POV shots are really cool. There's a shot later on where like the Doctor's like putting his hand like a machine. It's like a again like a. There's a lot of POVs, but I'm a sucker for POVs, so. I think there was a bit mm-hmm. too many. It was a bit overused, but I love that kind of stuff. But yeah, his character—he's like—it's okay. He gets like his legs been like mangled up by uh, a couple of raptors, and um, he's pretty much just like trying to sell as much shit as he can. And he, the, I thought the doctor gets scanned, and then, and then he's like, "What's that?" And and Solomon's like, "Oh, it's nothing. Just ignore it." And the doctor's like, oh, "Okay," and then just continues to walk around and doesn't give a shit. I'm like, bro, what? And then, like, a couple of minutes later, it's like, alright, I scanned you and this is how much you're worth. And obviously, because it's a doctor, for some reason, scanners always struggle with him because he's a time lord. Um, mm. And it's like, okay, can't sell you, but I'm going to fuck your life up anyway. Shoots Brian. Well, I, like I, how- I thought it was because the doctor's been deleting himself from the universe. Oh, That's why they couldn't find him. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. Hey, there, look at you go. Mm. What do you think Ooh. of that scene with Brian and, and, and Rory with, with Rory carrying around his little nurse pad? That was kind of cute, wasn't it? Mm. That was... That's kind of cute. Yeah, I don't really have anything <laughs> anything more to say on that. To Sorry, when, it was fine. When I'm running out of like breath and you take like, a, a sip of my water, I always go, uh, what are you no, doing about this? Oh, my last little bit of breath. What, what do you think about this, Aiden? Go. <laughs> take it away. Um... <laughs> Take over. Um, yeah, no, look. That's fine. There's, <laughs> but, okay, what was funny, though, that happened just before that? My balls. Was the, tricer- the triceratops, yeah, going up to Brian. My balls. They're being like, do you have grassy matter in your pants? My balls. Just my balls. Rory covers his eyes. Oh, that's funny. Um, that's Looking funny shit. And then it licks his face. That's yeah. very funny. Yeah, I that's do very, like that. I'm a big fan of that. Do you know what? I have quite a few Big goofs fan. this week. Um, oh, do you now? Including one of the golf balls. Yeah, I, I have quite a few. Surprisingly, I never really catch goofs these days. Mm. But I do, yes. Um, the only thing I noticed with the golf balls is that when he threw it later in the episode, it bounces like a fucking bouncy ball. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 my goof. That's one of my goofs. It's like, <laughs> that fucker just keeps going. Like, And I guess because the yeah. shit's rotating, I guess it kind of... Like, Don't fucking reason for it, Connor. Nah, That's wonder, not a thing. I wonder if you're on like an aeroplane and you place a, a a golf ball on the floor, would it keep rolling? Do you know what I mean? I reckon it would roll a bit, but it's not like... Like, when we stand up on an aeroplane, we don't get thrown to the back of the cabin, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. But I still reckon it would... I still reckon it would go the whole way. So maybe that's why the golf ball keeps fucking bouncing. Well, that was my thing. It. Like, 
Alephite conveniently hits the wall and then like bounces off into a corner and then keeps going. This ball is unstoppable. <laughs> it's just unstoppable. Here's a neat moment of direction for you. I thought the I exchange where the doctor was talking to Solomon and it was coming out about how Solomon is like a, a slave trader mm-hmm. um, or whatever. He's a, he sells shit. He's a, he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the doctor, he's in like normal. And then Solomon is in this red light and throughout the conversation, as he's getting more and more, we find out more and more about how dark this character is, his face gets redder and redder until it's like completely blood red. Uh, And I thought that was a neat moment of direction, a little bit of symbolism through lighting, which you don't get a lot of in in Doctor Who a lot of the time. Yes. But yeah. Good spot. I didn't notice Mm. that. Good spot. Yeah. It was very good. What, what, do you think? what did you think of riding Tricy? Oh, uh, I was about to ask the exact same thing. Yeah, it's... Yeah, cool. It's hard, but you know it's about to get shot to death. But... I forgot yeah. that happened, but yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's it's sweet. It's nice. Um, mm-hmm. Looks a bit funny here and there, but... You know, they use a bit of practical effects here and there. That's good. I always like to see that kind of shit. Um... Dude, them them robots are like stormtroopers. Like I, the fact that they didn't oh shoot my God. either of the three of them was so dumb. <laughs> Dude, legit. <laughs> but um, Solomon's like, "Yo, I don't want the Doctor anymore. You suck. All the dinosaurs. I want Queen Nefertiti." <laughs> I'm like, "Wow, okay." It's like with Queen Nefertiti, like you know, she kind of just gets bored along, and then like they don't really give her much to do. She's got a couple of like witty lines with uh with uh, Riddell, wherever his name is. And then, mm. you know, now it's like, she's got a massive part to do with the plot because it's like, I want her. And because she's like this massive part of history and, uh, and and she'd be the best prize, the best loot to take, mm. the most precious cargo to take. Okay. The doctor's like, hold- nah, mate. Nah, not happening. Mm-mm. Hold the phone. It's hold. He... It's held. He... <laughs> it's on hold. It's on hold. So... This fucking guy scanned the spaceship and the the only thing that was so precious to him was Queen Nefertiti, which is fine and it makes sense. But you know what else is on this ship? And well, actually when I first... when I No, well, because we solved that problem because he, he can't... The Doctor's erased himself. He's deleted his insane history. I know. Um, but actually my, my first thought when rewatching this episode when he was like, I found something more precious... Was the TARDIS. A TARDIS, yeah. The Type 40 TARDIS. And he was like something completely unique. And uh, at this point in the show, all the TARDISes have been destroyed, so... Ah, uh, the TARDIS. Nah. Queen Nefertiti. Unless the Doctor's like deleting his TARDIS as well as him. <laughs> I don't know. The TARDIS doesn't exist anymore. It's just a bit no, of wood. the TARDIS is gone. It just sticks... It just stands there. Doing nothing. Oh, so you're a bit of wood that just stands there. Thank you. Um... You're welcome. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, give me Queen FT. He's like, nah, mate. And then it's like, I will now shoot this Triceratops. Dead. Gone. That's so dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> if, if you want to do a real threat, why would you kill the dino? Why, why wouldn't you go, I'll kill Rory? You know, I'll take Rory hostage or something like that. I will kill you know? all of you. Don't think I won't. It's, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah. Not a fan it, of that part. It does make me laugh at the end. Like, this massive it shows in the episode how like uncontrollable like the dinosaurs are like a barely control the triceratops except for the fact they had the golf ball at the end of the episode the doctor's like 
Alright, time to go. Dinosaurs to drop off. Like, does he, like, escort raptors into the dark? Ah, uh, to be fair, I guess they're, like, stunned. But it's still dumb. Either way. How do you think he dropped off the, uh, the huge fucking dinosaurs that walked through the double doors? Yeah, how can he get them through? It, how did he get them in the TARDIS? Doesn't Maybe happen. Maybe he's got a garage entrance to the TARDIS or something. A garage entrance, yeah, the back door. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> See, this is us thinking too, so too much into Chibnall episodes, for Christ's sake. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a struggle. But Queen Nefertiti gets taken. Um, she does. Indian unit are like, alright, fuck you, we're going to send out some missiles, don't care if you're on it, it's pretty much about to hit the atmosphere, and um, send them up. And then, I kind of checked out at this point, but it's still kind of, it's like... So convenient that, like, they're like, the doctor's like, oh, God, to use his controls, you need to have two people with the same, like, DNA. Uh-huh. Like, how convenient. So bad. How convenient that Rory's dad just happened to be there. It's just like, come mm-hmm. on, that is just way too convenient. And you've never Any other episode. Before. Literally, This would be a problem. They're dead. It gets blown <laughs> up dead. by missiles. It's ridiculous. It's just, makes no, no okay. sense. There's a scene that felt weirdly personal for this episode. Because even though I'm not a massive fan of this episode, I appreciate that it's just kind of a romp. You know, it's a standalone romp. There's a scene where the where Amy and the Doctor are talking. And yes. it's like kind of a serious beat. And it was okay, but it just felt really forced. Like the episode was building up. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, There's no, we need, need to settle down. Because we need to talk about how Amy might leave the Doctor soon and shit like that, you know? Yeah, I felt like... Moff was like, please put this scene in because it's not a very big, uh, uh, well, it's not very, I, sh- I shouldn't say season, more like it's not a very big part of the season because it's only five episodes and they want to keep them very contained. I guess Moff was like, please put this in. But yeah, I totally agree. Um, I guess there is a kind of cool nod to the fact that the Doctor does see them die technically because yeah. it's like, oh, I'll be here to the very end and the name is like, or maybe to our very end and like, the Doctor like pauses and he's like, ugh. Mm. And it's like, yeah, pretty much is exactly what happens. So, don't you feel right, like the scene would maybe have been a stop. bit? I feel like this scene would be a lot more interesting if it was Amy talking to Queen Nefertiti or Lestrade about how she's thinking about leaving, and she's not brought it up with Rory or the Doctor yet. Yeah, and then in the Power of Three, when she actually does bring it up to the Doctor, it it kind of maybe catches the Doctor a little bit more off guard and things like that. Maybe that. I feel like that would be a more interesting way of doing it, but that's yeah. just me. I th- there's also like a really cool line where like Amy thinks that Nefertiti and uh, Riddell is like the new them. I like that. That was cool. Yeah. So I, get, I get what you mean. That's like, crazy. Could... Imagine if the Doctor fucking yeah. brought on like like Winston Churchill and Rosa Parks as companions or something like that. Well, who's who's the cake woman? What's her name? Layla. Yeah, yeah. It's Stranger Things that happened, you know. Yeah. It's a bit yeah. whack in the classic era. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. remember, they were, remember they were going to have, was it Tibbers the cat or something? That was like yeah, rumored, something like that. It was rumoured that there was going to be a cat <laughs> walking around the TARDIS. In series 11, <laughs> it was rumoured that there was going to be Percy the cat. That's it, Percy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, God. Um, it's bizarre. 
Yeah, you know, Jacob made a really good point. I was pretty this week. It's like, no one really talks about how the Doctor just, like, lets a man just die. Because, <laughs> like, the yes. missiles get set on, uh, on, um, what's the fucking twat's name again? I forgot. But Solomon. Solomon, Solomon yeah. Grundy. Solomon Grundy. Simon Grundy. It gets set on Simon Grundy's ship. And then, um, yeah. just gets blown to smithereens. And the Doctor kind of lets it happen. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. until he comes back and plays the first Doctor in several bits mm-hmm. of media. Mm. Not the first time, yeah. Not the last time. That so. was yeah. It was an interesting ending. I don't know how much I bought into a lot of the stuff that was happening because so much convenient stuff had got them to that point. Yeah. And I feel like Chibnall doesn't know who he wants the Doctor to be because in the Silurian two-parter, he's all like. Oh, you know, the Doctor stood there like, we have to be better than them. Figure it and, out. And in this one, he's like, he deserves to die. <laughs> I had no choice. The timer was running out. Uh, what would you have silly. done? What would you have done? I, I would like have said, a- Solomon, fuck you. Okay. And then he would have gone. <laughs> and, then, and then he would have gone, all right, sorry, champ. And yeah, good, good. Off. Yeah, good, good point, good point. I'm just gonna go now. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Aiden. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Thank you, Chibnall. See, Chibnall makes you think about episodes after the air. You know, you can't say that about a lot of writers, but he definitely does. Um, this is when the Doctor's like, "Oh, you know, we've got to go put some dinosaurs back," and and Rory's like, "Actually, you know, we want to go home." And the Doctor's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you know, oh, I'm really busy too." I'm really busy too. You know that sour patch type shit. Like, oh, oh, no, no, no. Oh, what? Yeah, oh, I, I didn't plans. mean go home with you. I'm busy as hell. What are you talking about? Yeah. Get out of my ship, bitch. Get out. Get out, hose. <laughs> there's a lot of... There's, there's two penis jokes. Because Riddell's like, you need someone with a big gum. And then mm. the final scene, we get to see Nefertiti coming out of uh, Riddell's tent. And she like cocks the gun. <laughs> implying implying a few things kids um ooh yeah baby I never picked up for that that's funny though oh how's funny how funny is um oh two things I think I think Brian eating his like lunch outside the TARDIS was really cute I thought that was I was really about to sweet. say that yeah surprising didn't actually even look shit it actually looked really nice and there's a beautiful shot with uh, Amy Rory and the Doctor kind of like peeking through the door as well which they used in yeah. a few trailers, I think. But yeah, it was looked, looked really sweet. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, I and, like that. Uh, and then, yeah. and then, bloody, he's they're getting postcards from Brian. Yes, which is fine. He, Brian's learned he's out of character arc. You know, he's off for yeah. some adventure for the first time in his life. Yeah. But why does he send a postcard? And I know this is one of those things when you know you can be thinking into it too much. But it is just a little... Yeah. He sends a postcard from Siluria. Do Silurians make postcards is A, for my, my first point. B, the Silurians are all, like, asleep underneath the earth, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and C... Uh, no, it's just... It's dumb. That's C. It's just... It's, it's dumb. dumb. It's, it's it silly. Is. It is. It's really bad Photoshop... Like they always do when they're trying to show characters traveling around the world. <laughs> we had it. We had it mm-hmm. in Christmas Carol. And we're back at it again. Um, yeah, baby. Yeah, it was definitely 
something. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't good. It was but something. I think it's fun. And we get to see Brian again, which I think is sweet. And um, it's pretty soon. It's like not next week's episode, but the week after. It's written by Chibnall mm. again. So I'll be interested to see how connected this episode is if they kind of like bring it up and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Very nostalgia heavy episode for me, which I think definitely makes me be kinder about it. But I feel like if that like if that wasn't the case, I don't think I'd like it much at all. But mm. yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have much nostalgia for this episode. I, I just sort of took it as it was, you know, like some of the sets were really nice, some of the sets were a little empty. And uh yeah. there's the the set where Amy, Nefertiti and Lestrade found the Silur that the Silurians were on the ship, that was that was cool. Here's a thing that we skipped over. How grim is it the fact that Solomon just threw out all the Silurians at the, the fucking airlock? That's crazy. Yeah, that is interesting, isn't it? Um, mm. But to be fair, though, like, apart from, like, Vastra, like, Silurians are never really used or really seen again. So, like, mm. it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, a bit gruesome. Well, but, that, yeah. they won't be seen again because they're all they're all dead. Pretty much, <laughs> they're all just dust. <laughs> Pretty much, I do like how the doctor says though, like the Silurians are quite a kind race. Like they wouldn't have like defense mechanisms on their ship. Mm. I like that. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. a cool. That was a cool little cover up to why they couldn't just shoot the missiles and stuff. Like like in a time part two style. But um, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. They kind of. Sorry, yawning. They kind of went down that path, didn't they, with with Brian and Rory? Like yeah, when aliens coming together and they're that. like, yeah. I'm driving a spaceship. I'm flying a spaceship. So silly. So dumb. Yeah. Not a fan. Is what shall, it is, shall we move on to Australia's... Se- uh, no, Australia's favourite segment, Connor. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's time for Go for the Week. Alright, baby, this is the segment where we talk about the goofs. I didn't see any in the episode myself, at least not that I remember. Connor, did you pick up on any particular goofs? Why, yes, I did, Aiden. I've already said yeah. one about the golf ball. Um, another one which... I His thing, I don't know if it's a goof, it's kind of like a half goof. It's a, it's a goo, it's a goo. I don't know if it's a full goof, it's, it's a, a goo. It's a, a go. go. It's a go. Um, either, I don't think Rory has spoken about his dad much. I'm, you know, I'm just guessing here. I don't even know if he said his name, but Brian is like on the ship and then like he comes out and then obviously the doctor's like, who are you? How did you get on here? Do you think you could sneak past me? And then Rory's like, oh, it's my dad. And he goes, oh, hi, Brian. And like, he knows his name. I kind of got the impression because since we haven't even heard about Rory's dad before, this was the first time mm. that the Doctor ever met him. And it just leads me to believe he wouldn't have known his name. But I could be completely wrong. But, like, he did know his name without showing that he'd, like, had any previous meetings of him or heard anything about him. But, yeah, it's a it's a goo. I don't know if that's fully yeah. true. But I did think about that when I saw the episode. But, yeah, that's my second yeah. one. I know. That one's yeah. a bit how you going, but, you know. Yeah, a bit how you going. No, I get that. I get that. But my next um, one is a perfect goof. But yeah, sorry, we're going to say... Go on. No, I thought you were done. Let's no, I've got me. one Hit more. Me. One more. Yeah. 
I'm surprised you didn't notice this because you always pick up on this, but and you literally just spoke about it on the Silyria uh, uh, um, postcard. The TARDIS yeah. is yeah, the PNG just... <laughs> from Tenants era again. It hasn't got the. I just read that. Yeah, crest. literally as you were talking, it hasn't got the crest. <laughs> it's the classic PNG from fucking Tenants era. Oh the season God. one. TARDIS yeah, PNG. The, yeah, the season one. It's not even Tenet, it's fucking Eccleston. They used <laughs> it again. They didn't think we noticed, but we did. Come Dude, on. Dude, that PNG is like a Satan in the Doctor Who community. Like, people just <laughs> take the piss out of it all the time just because of how much it got used and abused. So funny. <laughs> even in Jody's reveal video, they fucking chopped it on there. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, that was so shit, wasn't it? Why? Why? Why oh, do that? Man. You're killing me. <laughs> God's sake. That's all I got. That's all I got, though. Damn. That's all right. We got some here. From TARDIS Wiki. The Doctor's socks consistently change from a stripy <laughs> blue sock to his normal black socks. Oh, no. <laughs> That's so silly. When they first land the TARDIS on the spaceship, only the windows at the door are lit, whilst the ones on the side are not given any lights. That's so silly. The rep, the the flying dinosaurs. They're uh, the name's wrong. They they're identified as the Doctor by pterodactyls or something, but they're actually pterodons or something. I don't fucking know. They're wrong, basically. Uh, Shots of the TARDIS and Solomon's ship next to the Silurian Ark. Show it is nowhere near the size of Canada, which is what it's it's said to be. Yeah, true. So the that's size of Canada. True. When Amy is at the Silurian console, she picks up a small flat white disc. However, when she inserts it into the console, it is spherical. Interesting. Ah. Interesting. The first shot of the Earth, while Brian is having lunch at the TARDIS doors, is flipped. Spain is to the east, and Saudi the Arabia is to the west. Yeah, things flipped. Fucking hell. Stop saying that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That's it for goofs. Not not much not much happening there over in the in the goofity doopities of, of the week. Here's what it is. Here's what it is, you know. Yeah. It All is right. what it is. Shall I move on to Australia's second favourite segment? Gone. It's time for Behind the Scenes. <laughs> All right, so the doctor claims to be a Sagittarius, right? But he does say probably. But interesting enough, November 23rd, obviously the, the anniversary of the very first episode of Doctor Who, is a Sagittarius date, you know? Like if you were born on that date, you would be a Sagittarius. So that's interesting. Yeah. I wonder if that was intentional. I oh, know, I kind of... Yeah, yeah. It's, I did think of that. I didn't know what to think of it, though, to be fair. Hmm... Mm. So, in a moment of excitement, the Doctor kisses Rory on the mouth after Rory suggests checking if the Silurian Ark has defense systems. This is the second same-sex kiss featured in the series, and the first initiated by the Doctor. The first kiss was between Captain Jack Harkness and the ninth Doctor. Oh. So that's only the second same-sex kiss, and I believe the only that we we don't get another one until Deep, Deep Breath, Breath, I think, yeah. and that was a big deal because it was the first lesbian. Yes. Kiss, I, I believe. Correct. Mm. Interesting. 
Did you like the uh, the scales on the Doctor Who logo? No, I think it's horrendous. I think this... <laughs> what have they done to the titles? It looks so gross. It, it looks disgusting. It has it not aged horrible. well at all. Horrible. Yeah. I think it looks fucking awful. Yeah. Um, Mark Williams, who plays Brian Williams, he previously has played Maxwell Edison in a big Finnish audio called The Eternal Summer. Okay. So that was before he did this. Wait, uh, yes, his last name's Williams, and he's playing Brian Williams? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, the, uh, Tyler Swickey also confirms that the CGI models of the Raptors are the same that were used in the show Primeval, so that's great. Look at you go. Loved that show as a kid. Great show. I know oh, my yeah. Primeval Velociraptors, what can I say? Yeah. Yeah. The costumes for Robot 1 and Robot 2 were remodeled from ones used in CBBC's Mission... 2110, so these were from a CBBC TV show. The old scrap bin. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? The classic BBC having no money and going, what do we have in the costume department? What do we do? Which is fair enough. It happens. With this story, Rory became the only individual known to have travelled in the TARDIS with both his own parent and own child. (gasps) Oh. Wow. Wow. There you go. That's it. That's it for TARDIS Wiki. TARDIS Wiki. TARDIS Wiki. Which means it's the time for our final segment of the day, folks. It's time for Just Twitter Tings. Uh, that reminds me, I do have a bit of a, not an announcement, but a bit of a little little message thing to, to say after this. So, remind me of that, Connor, because if not, I will forget. Uh, I'll try. You fucking better, bitch. Thank you. So, we, uh, Just Twitter Tings is when we ask you guys what you guys think of the episodes. We've got a few responses here this week. Firstly, from the Doctor Who show, they say, premise-wise, before viewing... I thought this would be cheesy as fuck, and another lame story for Smith. What I found was a lot more. It's still largely a romp, but it's on the right side of the fun ledger. And that ending, Smith killing Solomon, helps even out the overall tone for me. Interesting. So the Doctor Who show likes the darker twist of an ending. What do you know? Interesting. Dylan says, It's insane to me that Chibnall managed to flesh out three new characters within the space of 45 minutes, but can't flush out his own companions within the space of two series. <laughs> I agree. The best thing about this episode is its title, and if I want to see dinos interact with people, I'll just watch Jurassic Park or Primeval, which is totally true. <laughs> Fair enough. I love Primeval. We all love Primeval, by the sounds of it. The right. Now, that's what I call comedy podcast says, this episode has dinosaurs on a spaceship, and the most insane part is the Doctor being a murderer. Which is, yeah. yeah, true, like you said. It's very true. Yeah, it's crazy. It happens. What's happening over on Instagram, Connor? Alright, Dinosaurs and Space Review from Jacob Hunt. This is the best shit episode, you. which says a lot about his current era. I agree. This episode is the fun. Th- mm. uh, is the fun. This episode is the fun? Like, I guess he meant to... I, mean, I guess he meant just. Uh, I cannot speak. I guess he meant to just put this episode as fun. That's okay. 
And you can switch your brain off. The supporting cast are great, especially Rory's dad. The two robots are great, and the villains work well, even though the Doctor brutally kills him. Funny. Uh, 7 out of 10. What's your favourite dinosaur? Uh, probably pterodactyls. Always love those. Always love pterodactyls. I've always... And I think this maybe comes down to Jurassic Park being my favourite... Um, here we go. Movie as a kid. Huh? Oh, like, here we go. Gone. Fuck you. Uh, Velociraptors, I think, because they were, they were done very scarily in Jurassic Park, and I always enjoyed them in, in Primeval as well. Um, and there is actually a homage to Jurassic Park in, in this episode, actually. Did you pick up on it? Was it John Williams' score? N- no. <laughs> um... <laughs> There's a you scene laugh, where... you're like, no. <laughs> Not even funny. <laughs> Don't joke oh, about Jurassic you. Park, Connor. <laughs> um, there's a there's a scene where one of the characters they're they're like going to go one way, and then they see on the wall the shadow of a Velociraptor, which is from the first Jurassic Park film. That's what that's that happens there. So that was a little homage. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I did not catch that. Well, you obviously weren't watching good enough. How about that? Probably. That does sound like me. What did you say your favourite dinosaur was? Uh, a pterodactyl. Yeah, they're cool. And they're really spooky in Jurassic Park 3, actually. Yeah, Even that's, that's true. A shit movie. That's true. I like it. I like Vince Vaughn yeah. rolling around. Yeah, it's a bit of fun, but it's not, it's <laughs> it's not a, a bit good of movie, fun. But it's like a bit of... It's a good action. Just Something about fun. Vince Vaughn and a little girl sequences. doing gymnastics and kicking dinosaurs in the head just makes me laugh every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so dumb. <It's> so dumb. <laughs> All right. I put on Instagram thoughts on dinosaurs in a spaceship. <laughs> okay. Uh, Shane put love it so much it's fun it's not even that funny what what you're what laughing at what do you mean you were laughing for like two minutes shut up <laughs> alright I tried to fucking read Instagram you twat I wasn't even laughing anymore alright I was reading Shane's review I wasn't even laughing fuck you Alright, love it, so much fun, think the characters are fun, the sets look good, few cringe, few cringe lines, but, few cringe but funny lines. Yeah, I agree, that's really good. Um, James Hmm. Down put, it's bad, and, uh, (laughs) that's it, that's it, and (laughs) my girlfriend, who hasn't even seen the episode, said, with a title like that, amazing. There you go. (laughs) That's all I got. It's you know what this episode really is? Shit. It's <laughs> It's exactly what it says on the tin. Yeah, it is. Mm. It is. Quite literally, there's there's no more substance to this than the fact that it is dinosaurs on a spaceship. And that's fine, but it's gonna be something a bit more. Give me something so much more. We have two episodes here that are just like so full of, just so lacking any any depth and substance. So, um, thank God next week it 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 gets a bit better. You hope so. I know so. 
Oh, a bit of a tease Ooh, for next week. Bit of a cock tease. Oh, you have to say something. Balls. I nearly forgot, but you have to say something. Oh, so did I. Yeah, I nearly forgot as well. No, um, I so don't I got a lovely email do. this week, Connor. Yeah. Um, and it was. I'm just trying to find it. I think it was a from someone called Matthew. Mm-hmm. Someone called Matthew. I'm just finding it. Just finding it. Just finding it. Just finding the email, but uh, how has it disappeared? I don't get that many emails. Why is this happening? I'm so confused. What's going on right now? Okay, no. All right, so I got an email. All right. Mm -hmm. So the email said, Hi, Aiden. I thought you might be interested in the attached press release about a Doctor Who book Kickstarter real running. So I had a look at it, um, and it's pretty cool. So someone, there's a fan-made Doctor Who book, right? And they're doing a Kickstarter to have it made. What it's called is Across Time and Space, a Doctor Who Companion. And it says, all 852 episodes reviewed in an epic 800-page book with an, in, with an intro from Daniel Hardcastle, a fan-driven, unofficial project. So basically, it's a, it's a book that it, it combines... A whole bunch of of Doctor Who reviews, I believe, and oh, and it's it, it's an unofficial book, not in any way associated with the BBC. This is a project by a fan for the fan community. We hope it will encourage some fans to follow Tony's journey and start watching all 852 episodes in order. Everyone wow. that pledges for the book, um, you know, they they receive a few a few things. After each review, Tony has scored the story out of ten. There is also a space for readers to fill in their own scores. So it, it's it's just a book of, of of this guy's review of all the episodes, I believe. Which is um yeah, just just interesting. It, it, so if if that's something that, that you're interested in, anyone listening, then go then go um go back it. How did you how did you get your email? Um I assume just through the podcast. Oh, do you put your email through the podcast? Um, mate, I don't know. It's I, I assume so. I okay. Don't know. Um, Interesting. But yeah, they just said, uh, and then I I just replied and I said I'll I'll have a read of it. I'll um I'll shout it out on the next on the next episode. So yeah. Did he get back to you? Oh, it was on it was on embargo actually. So, but now it's off. That's that's cool. We've had our first like embargo release. I might have just spoiled it for everyone. But don't worry, the embargo lists on the 16th of September, so it's it's fine. We can talk about it at this point. We can talk about it. But yeah. Nice, so, that's cool. Yeah. Sweet. It was cool. Um, so if that's something... I know that was a bit of a scattered explanation of this book, but I will that's link right. it in the Spotify slash just any podcast app uh, show notes that you can see. And uh, click on it, have a look, see if you want to back it. Just seems like a cool little po- project that our fans put together. And as this is a fan show, this is the Doctor Who fan show, <laughs> God forbid, with Crystal D. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we like to support other people. So yeah, D's nut. Yeah, correct. That is true. We Crystal do. Crystal D's nuts. Crystal Bottom. D's nuts. God, people miss Yo. her. Dude, it was it was kind of unfair how much shit she got. Oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. 
I feel so bad. Like, I mean, I never, I never yeah. really, I never watched it, so I didn't really ever criticize it much. But some people were so mm. mean about it. Yeah, people were, like tweeting her like the special features disc on like the Blu-rays, and it was like snapped. And I was like, Jesus Christ, is that necessary? Yeah, I remember that. Oh, you can like something without fucking being horrible. Sorry, you can dislike something without being horrible. Mm. Like, ah, uh, hundred percent. The internet. <sighs> Welcome People, to man. the internet. Have a look Welcome around. Welcome to the internet, bitches. Yeah. And I, I did just have a quick look to just see if there happened to have been a trailer dropped just to give us something to talk about. But no trailer. No trailer yet. Must be November it's dropping then. So, no, I reckon it's going to be October 24th. Or October 31st. Now, I would love it to be October 31st because I'm shooting from the 20th to the 26th of October. And so us finding a time to review that premiere episode is going to be tough on, mm-hmm. on, those, on those days. So if it's the 31st, then that's great. I can start with a clean slate. I've finished my shoot. I'll be happy. And, and, and we can just record it and get it out as soon as we can. 30 curse. But... Yeah, so hopefully 31st. And apparently when they were shooting, there was, there's been some shots of, I think like some pumpkins were out on a location. So that maybe indicates a bit of a Halloween oh, so themed Halloween episode. episode. So, right. Yeah, so that would be cool if it was like a premiere on Halloween. Yeah, and then, that would be cool actually. Then what would happen? We'd have one on the 31st, one on the 7th of November, one on the 14th of November, one on the 21st of November, one on the 28th of November... And then one on the 5th of December. And then we'd only have to wait like three, four weeks for one to come through in uh, on January 1st. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That is a that is another little nugget of information that we got. Um, it's all, you know, not confirmed stuff. So you can't take it with a bit of a pinch of salt. But it, it is based off of something. So basically the cinematographer, I think... Of, of Jody's second last special, which has been seen with some like Asian pirates or, or something like that. Um, the cinematographer for that has put on their CV that they that they were the cinematographer of the Doctor Who Easter special, and then it lists the director. And this is a unique director that's only directed this one special. That is the second last special. So that strongly indicates that that we'll have a special before Easter and then a special on Easter. Mm-hmm. So we'll have an Easter special and then I'm guessing the one before that will then be a New Year's Day special. And and then we'll have the centenary special in October, November time. So that's that's pretty interesting. Certainly is. And I wonder if they'll start shooting a new season in that space. They've got to. I hope so. Mm. Once again, you know, we were talking about this a few weeks ago. Like, surely they're filming that special. They must have a new showrunner. They must have I, a new, ca- yeah, a new actor for the Doctor. Who knows? Who fucking knows? Honestly, I I wouldn't have a clue. It's so shambles. But yeah, I, mm. I honestly, I don't, I I don't know. I I feel like before we always had like we always knew he was going to take over. Not this time. Yeah. Not this time. No sorry. Not this time. No sorry. The one thing that is cool that we've uh, we're not spoken about on the show yet is that unit, whilst not being confirmed to be back, 
there has been some set picks sort of leaking. So if I yeah. spoilers, I guess I've already said it. I don't care. This is set picks out all over the internet. It's unit. Um, it's not really a massive like and his unit. Yeah, it's not. It's not a plot point. It's called their back, obviously, but yeah. Yeah. So the the main photo that leaked was really you could see. Uh, when, when filming for the centenary special, I think it was called Hodge's House or something. They were filming it, and they seem to have been filming there for like three days or so, okay. which is a pretty lo- pretty long pretty long shoot. So it must be a pretty significant set that they're, that they're shooting in there. And you can see in the main entrance that there's a big unit logo on the floor. So it looks like we've got a new unit H- HQ. The the unit logo is slightly different, which is cool, and it looks like it's going to be a big part of the story because they were shooting there for so long. So that's pretty exciting. I- It'd be cool if Kate Stewart came back. I really hope so. She's been referenced in Chibnall's era before, so I'd be surprised if she didn't. And I, yeah. I really love her character. I'm really looking forward to Power of Three. Yeah, I think it will really like it'll be a nice little connection to like the previous seasons as well. I think. Mm. You know, I think that'd yeah. be cool. Why not? Like the Brigadier was with multiple mm. doctors. Yeah. Exactly. Like, why not? Why not? Like, yeah. was because she's not? been. She's in two episodes with Matt, and then she's in like six with, sorry, four, but it's two. It's two two-parters she does yes, with with Pete. Pcap, I think. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it'd be cool, you know. That's cool. Why not? Yeah. Oh, and she does have one scene in for some reason in The Magician's Apprentice, doesn't she? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's briefly <laughs> The Magician's Apprentice. Yeah, I forgot about that. Of yeah, course, and it yeah. looks like she's just woken up and they they've pulled at a set. Yeah, just getting here, quick little cameo. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah, it's mm. cool. I think it's cool they're back. You know, I still don't get why yeah. they even they even took it away. Like, so it's good that they're back. I think it's gonna help the show. I think it's exciting. Yeah, and I'm yeah I'm, I'm actually very excited to be honest. Mm. We'll be cool. It's so close. It's so so around the corner, isn't it? Mm-hmm. New Who. Yeah. It is. That's exciting. It is, yeah. It's, Connor, it's, what, it's getting exciting. What would you rate dinosaurs on a spaceship? I would rate it a 7 out of 10. Really? I think. So I you think like this one fun. more than, than Asylum? Kinda. Yeah. I think from like a fun aspect. Yeah. Nostalgia aspect. Mm. Yeah. I think so. I mean, you know, I think it does something that a lot of Chibnall episodes don't do, and that handles a lot of characters. We've got, like, Nefertiti, uh, Riddell, we've got Rory's dad, we've got the two robots, who are, again, voiced by two big British comedians. There's a lot of people in it who, like, people recognise and stuff. And then, of course, we've Mm. got Som and stuff. And then, on top of that, we've got the companions, Amy and Rory, and the Doctor. It's a lot, and it all kind of works, I think. Uh, a lot of guest actors mm. to see, which is really fun. And I think the setting is cool. For once, I think the countdown actually is quite exciting. I don't really like how Chibbers does that, but I liked it. Um, and yeah, it's 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 completely uh, completely su- smothered in, in nostalgia for me. But I really like it. It's always one I look back on and think it's fun. But purely from the nostalgia aspects, it's it's really not that great. But I think it's I think it's fun. So yeah, that's that's my answer for that. Awesome, awesome. 
Um, I yeah, don't really have any nostalgia for this episode. I just thought it was very convenient. Um, some of the sets are a bit shit. Some pretty decent CGI, decent practical work. The countdown, I don't know, didn't really work for me because I didn't really feel like the whole episode I was against the clock. You know, it just kind of felt like it was there and when they needed to push things forward, they would push it forward with the countdown. And I quite yeah. like Solomon as a villain and a few unique moments of direction I like in there. And I think Matt and Arthur in particular. And um, was it Mark Williams? Is that what I said his name was? Who's playing yeah. Brian? Um in, I thought those three were really good. And the robots were a bit fun. I think Chibnall balanced having a lot of characters yeah. and, and, and and somehow wrote them all pretty well, which was good. Uh, I'm going to give this one a six for me. Didn't quite hit the nail on the head for me, but I, I think it was a, just a fun romp that maybe lacks substance and I think could have been taken a little further. Awesome. Fair enough. Yeah. What's up next week, Connor? What's the next episode? A town called Mercy. Our boy, Toby Whithouse, is back at it again. Woo! It's a western, baby. Sure is. Yeah, I watched, dun, it, I watched dun, it this morning because I watched Asylum of the Daleks about two weeks ago. Uh, and that was because I usually try and watch them a week before. And, and so quite often my, my schedule is we record this at like Monday evening from between like seven to nine. And then I'll go, after this, I'll be in a Doctor Who mood, so I'll go watch the next one. And that way I have like a week to kind of soak up the episode a little bit. Um, and, and that's how I always know which ones that I, I like, because they're the ones that I think about a lot during that week. Mm-hmm. So so that's a telltale sign for, sign for me. We have Dinosaur... I, I, just, I was so busy last week that I didn't get to watch Dinosaurs until yesterday. And, and yeah. so they had like a two-week gap, and I watched Dinosaurs, and the trailer for A Town Called Mercy came on, and I was like... I'm going to watch oh. that tomorrow morning. So this morning I watched that. And then the trailer for A Power of Three came on and I was like, I want to watch that. But I didn't. I fell off that. Yeah, I literally watched Dinosaurs on the Spaceship like a couple of hours ago. I just like, yeah. just was just like, yeah, just didn't fit it in somehow. And I was like, fuck, yeah. got to do it today. Um, oh. I'm really glad we still haven't reviewed an episode and not watched the episode. I think it's really important that we rewatch it, and we haven't mm. missed one. I haven't missed one. You haven't missed one. So I think that's really important that we rewatch them every time yeah. we review them to give it a fair yeah. go. I think so. Yeah. Two episodes into season seven, how are you finding it? Uh, quite enjoyable actually, and I think it's just going to get mm. funner and funner. It's such a nostalgic yeah. season. It really is. Like, mm. it, you just you can't deny it. You can't deny it. No. It's just full of nostalgia, you know? I totally I agree. It. I think I think these first two episodes have maybe lacked sub- substance and they've just yeah. sort of maybe fallen into the, the big blockbuster side, but they've been a lot of fun and that I've appreciated. Yeah. And and I, and I do think it's, at least for these next three episodes, four including Snowman, I, I think I'm, I'm going to really enjoy all, all four of those. So mm. so that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a positive. Yeah, even though Power 3 isn't, fantastic it still has a lot of standout moments for me i think so yeah i think yeah i agree i'll, I'll be enjoying those a lot you know mm. but yeah yeah I, 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 it's first in a long time i've been quite anticipated to get into like the season and actually really enjoy it for what it is you know no i agree i'm the same yeah but yeah mm. yeah cool shit good shit cool so that that's episode 74 of our show so that means next week we've got the uh, 75, which I guess, you know, we're not really celebrating it, but we will have, I, I believe, Dylan on the show next week. 
So I guess that oh, would be shit, our little... yeah, of course. 75 episodes, whoa. 75's oh, yeah, so not a big number. It's just halfway our, to 100. This is, well, our, no, um, this is our last episode, just you and I, for, for two weeks. So we'll be back with just you and I for... Um, Angels Take Manhattan. Angels Take Manhattan. Yes, that's right. Yes, so, that's yeah, Dylan's joining us next week for A Town Called Mercy, and then Dan will be on the show once again for The Power yep, of Three. Power of Three. And then, awesome. And then Angels Take Manhattan, and then I reckon we'll have time for Snowmen, and then it'll probably look at then is when we'll be getting season 13. So, hopefully, we'll be timing that well. Yeah, we'll try our best, obviously, but we don't know when it's coming mm. out yet. But once we get a date, we'll be able to tell where we're we going to We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We simply don't know. I don't know. I don't, don't know. know. Who knows? I have Not no me. idea. I don't know. No Do you idea. know? I don't know. No, I don't, no, no idea. No. Absolutely no idea. Um, I was thinking as well that I reckon we're going to be very tight in terms of finishing season seven by the end of the year because mm-hmm. I was looking at the calendar then and at, when the episode's coming out. I know. And if it does start on Halloween, then then like, like come on, let's let's have a look at the calendar. Let's 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 figure let's this shit s- out. Let's assault the calendar for a second here. Why not? So, so that means this episode that we recorded today on Monday the 20th of September will be coming out on the 27th of September. And then that means A Town Called Mercy will be coming out on the 4th of September. Power of Three will come out on the 11th of September. And Angels Take Manhattan will come out on the 18th of, sorry, October is what I'm trying to say. Um, 18th of October is when Angels Take Manhattan will come out. So, hopefully, we will then be able to have The Snowmen come out on the 25th of October. And then in an ideal world, our reviews for the new series will start on the 31st or the 1st, depending on when we get them out. And that will go up until the 5th slash the 6th of December. And then we'll only really have, what, Bells of St. John on the 13th of December. And then... And then... Rings of Akatan, and then it's Christmas, so we might have to do a bit of doubling up on do a, do a bit of uh, quite a few double episodes of a week. I think. I think we did that last year. We did every week of December, but this is going to have to be more than that. I know. I mean, I was going to say oh, that's bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll have the fiftieth so, anniversary special, um, spectacular, whatever. Oh, it's gonna yeah. be huge. We haven't planned it, but it's gonna, it's gonna be, be huge. <laughs> It's going to yeah. be huge when we get there. It's going to be huge. Yeah. So, the biggest thing we've ever yeah, done. Yeah, we've got to figure that out. Sorry, I'm just listing yeah. off dates here that no one no one can relate to. But yeah, maybe we, starting in, in November, along with the new season, we might we might have to review some, some of these episodes still, which I'm not against, as long as we, no, we find the time. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously it'll be a bit of a squeeze on both of us, but I'm happy to commit. Yeah. You know? And I would have finished shooting my film then, so... um. I'll be in post-production, which is far less meetings, a lot more stuff I can do online for that and things like that. So hopefully might be able to find a bit of time there to do a few double episodes and we can bring you the best episode we've ever done in the Day of the Doctor. Hell yeah. The special. The special. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye. God bless. Cool. Let's uh, let's wrap up. Sorry, that was a bit of a, just a boring ramble at the end of the episode. Connor, let's... Finish the song. Sing the song, Dad. Daddy-o. Okay. Wow. Okay, Dad. All right.
Yeah. And uh, one, one and, and a two, two and, and a skiddly diddly do. It's Aiden and Connor's podcast. They're doing, doing Doctor, Doctor Who reviews on a spaceship. Doctor Who reviews. Dinosaurs on a spaceship. Ayo, ayo. Dinosaurs. Ayo.